Certainly do not mean stew. Yes, and speaking of stew, stew is not here this week. I mean, boo, we're sad. It's Uh, Yes, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Veteran Gamers, episode 189, or that's what I've been told it is. I don't really pay attention. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to be your host this week. God have mercy on our souls. My name is Mike <laughs> Chin, a.k.a. Chin Chinny, a.k.a. Chinny1985, a.k.a. Get out of my house, Chinny I don't know you. Chinny. And that is my fan club, Duke. <laughs> Hi. You right? Yeah. I started yeah. a new Skyrim playthrough. Good job! You know what? I'm going to give you free reign on Skyrim this week, <laughs> uh-huh. I think. Well, it all began on 11-11. <laughs> right. Um, well, we, 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 look, we think that... I said we a lot there. Three is the magic number on this show. Um, so we had to get somebody else in. Um, but no one else was available. So we just got this guy instead. Omar Parvez. Yay! Thank you, Chenny. Yep, it's Amar Parvez, uh, Amar Akoy on Twitter. Thank you for having me on the show. So, well, something for you. Yeah. This, this is going to be a time wreck because I, <laughs> I usually eat during episodes. <laughs> while you can't eat talking talk about, at the same time. While Stu is talking about. Some weird thing that Millie of My millie wife of, went out of town. My, and my I, I bought a game, right? And wait, 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 wait. Just listen. Just listen. I bought a game. I, I put shut it up. in. And, shut, shut, up. Up. shut up. Shut up. Shut up. So my wife went out of town. So I bought the game. I t- it freaking took me three hours to install it, right? And do you know, <laughs> it? I, I couldn't play it. I went to bed crying. <laughs> it's like he's almost here, isn't he? <laughs> uh, but we do miss him. Sorry, sorry, time. We do. The reason why we miss him is because he does all the work. Exactly. We're adrift without him. So I, was, I was like, oh shit, I genuinely have to look at the news this week. <laughs> yeah. Because I have to gather it. You have to look at um, it like th- more than two seconds before we begin the news segment. It's true. Uh, uh, talking about the news segment, did you see the video that I uploaded last week? Uh, which video is that? The achievements one? No. The multiplayer? Oh, you mean the animated news thing? Yes. Heck yeah, that was awesome. Yo. And I realized uh, I sound like a 13 year old boy there. That was awesome. That was rad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, did you check it, Armor? Um, I've got it bookmarked. What? You got it bookmarked? Mm-hmm. You couldn't give a shit. That's, that's almost <laughs> as bad as saying, I'll try. <laughs> you know, you know, you ask somebody to come to something. Oh, can you come to my thing? 
I'll try. I'll do my best. You're not going to come. <laughs> You're not going to come, are you? No. It's 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 on my favourite list, along with the weird ones you put off your niece acting like a dog and a cat. Those that was fine. Those that was vines. Kind of strange. I must. I've been doing some more vines. This I, I'm I'm a kind of addicted to vine at the moment. Um, uh, for people that don't know what vine is, it's like uh, about video. Yeah, which is much more. It's better because What's it's the funnier. Time limit? It's like thirty seconds, I yeah. think. Um, but I've been doing some vines. I did a Metal Gear Solid vine today. Nice. Um, we was we were shopping in IKEA. Snake and uh, snake, snake. Um, so yeah, I'm on the vines. So you actually shot that uh, in IKEA? What which video? I shot a vine video. A vine in video. Okay. And did nobody? Yeah. Did nobody give you any weird looks or? Well, probably. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Um, yeah. So anyway. Uh, we're gonna talk about stuff and games, I suppose. Um, Armor, you wanna hit, you wanna go first? Do you wanna have a go? This can whole I, thing? Can I tell a story? What do you think, Duke? I think we can! Story, story time! Thank you very much. And I need to eat my yogurt to... anyway. Yeah. I'm also, um. Hutchin, he finally has time for eating. Yeah. You go ahead. Crisps, I, yogurt. I. I will start my story. So, <clears throat> I think um, I think I probably mentioned this very briefly in, in previous podcasts. But I I collect retro video games and consoles. I've been on this splurge in the yes. last couple of months, and yeah. one item I've been after it's the Sega the Multi Mega. Don't know if you guys know what that is. I Sega do. Mega? No, well, it's basically a Sega Mega Drive Stroke Genesis and a Mega CD in one compact unit. Ooh. Okay. So if you th- I have heard of this, I think. Yeah, if you th- What's it called? Sega Multi Mega. <clears throat> multi 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 Mega. Mega or Mega. Right. Not to be confused with a JVC Wonder Mega, which is essentially the same thing but a bit bigger. Does it look kinda of look like a, a, a shitty C D player. player? Yeah. First generation C D players. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that thing looks awful. It does, but I've always wanted one. So I was on eBay, and it, and it popped up on the watch list. It's got VGA out. Yeah. What, That's what the hell? Yeah, much better than your your SCART and your RGB crap. I suppose it is. Yeah. So <clears throat> saw this pop up on eBay, put in a couple of bids, made some inquiries, well looked after, smoke-free, pet-free home, the usual, blah, blah, blah. Ended up mm-hmm. winning the multi-mega. So I was really excited. So turned yeah. up a few days, turned up. About five days ago, and the first thing I do when I was it, was the anthrax instead. <laughs> no, it's much more, no. it's much more sadder than that. Um, okay, I'll let you carry on with your um, story. When I, whenever I buy anything from eBay secondhand, I, I've got this OCD where I have to clean it properly. So mm-hmm. I sit there with like wipes and and like you know whatever, just making sure all the dirt and all the crap is off it. So eventually, I got it sparkling new, absolutely pristine, not a scratch on this thing. Plugged it in, powered it up. Put in Sonic 2 on the Mega Drive, the cartridge played fine. Then I went to play a Sega Mega CD game, and it didn't work. Okay. It didn't work. Oh. Jeez. I tried everything. I tried, uh, you know, cleaning the cleaning it. I tried, uh, I've got a brother-in-law who, who was up for my sister's wedding, and he, he can fix anything. He fixes Xbox Red Ring of Death and, you know, PlayStation's Dear Light of Death. Can he fix this rash on the back of my leg? Um, is it electronic? Might be. Might be. I can ask him to have a look. He has a cyborg. <laughs> yeah. That explains a lot of things. Six dollars. Fix my dog as in neuter him. 
So yeah, so, he he had a look at this and he said, um, without taking it completely apart, he can't fix it. And if he was to take it apart, because of the way it was built, he can't guarantee it would be put back together the way it was before. So I contacted the seller and uh, sent it back for a refund. So back on the hunt for a multi-mega. Did you? You should have contacted Sega and say, look, I know it's been a while. <laughs> it's right. been a while. <laughs> well, <laughs> could you sort this out for me? Because I really want to play um, Road Avenger or whatever the hell the games are on there. Like That's trap, a game, right? Trap. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think anybody has Sorry. wanted to play Night Trap. Yeah, it's the raping game, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. Watch people get raped game. Yeah. Well, just Hotline Miami is uh, yeah. following in the tradition. Anyway, well, that was very interesting, Armour. I hope you will quest for the um, Sega Mega Ultra edition um, has a conclusion soon. Thank you very much. How large is your um, retro gaming collection? Uh, retro gaming collection, I have pretty much, um, apart from, well, I've not gone down to the 16-bit level, so I've not got a Mega Drive or a SNES yet, because that'll be freaking expensive, but I've got um, all the various colors of GameCubes. I've got Sega Saturn, um, N64. I've got an American one, a Japanese one, a UK one. I really? have um, practically every single variation of the Nintendo 3DS, the Game Gear, the Atari Lynx. Only thing missing. What's funny is, though, Armour, I've, I've got the same as you. I just, like, store them away and never look at them ever again. Um, so I probably have a decent collection somewhere. Would you be willing to part with that for us, pay for a nice sum of money? Some of it, probably. Let's talk, some of let's it. talk offline. Let's do business. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's probably some stuff you can have. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, I can't really think of I'm ever going to use it ever again. My SNES I'm keeping, though. I don't blame you. I got rid of... I traded in my SNES... Um, for a PlayStation 1. I got the PlayStation 1 when it came out for £99 for trading in a SNES of 20 games. It's the biggest mistake I've ever made in my entire life. should never have done that. We traded in our SNES for an Amiga. And uh, my brother said, oh, I want to get my old one back. And we got it We got it back. And it was yellow. So obviously whoever gave it to... Who we sold it to was a massive smoker. No, it's, um, it's not. It's not, um, it's not smoking. Um, I bought um, a Sega Dreamcast on launch day. And I kept it, you know, I don't smoke, kept it the sunlight. Half of it turned yellow, and apparently it's, um, they used um, they used bromide in the plastic. So a lot oh. of SNES, a lot of Amigas, and, and even, you know, anything that was made with like, white or cream, they tend to go yellow over time, and it's just oxidization, but um, it does look pretty crap, doesn't it? Yeah. It just looks a vomit console. Um, yeah. So anyway, thanks for that, Armour. Good stuff. Uh, do you want to go first with the uh, the old what you've been playing stuff? Yes, I can do. Console was the actual name. That was the prototype name for the Dreamcast. Yeah. yeah. Dreamcast classic. But, you know, it was a perfect excuse for me to go out and buy a brand new one on eBay. So it ended well. Um, That's a problem too with eBay. Is that, like, if something goes wrong with it, you're going to complain? You're going to send it back? You know what I mean? True. True. eBay. Gaming-wise, I have... Finally broke out Pikmin 3 on the Wii U. Oh, all right. Yeah, you've I, got a Wii U. I do you? have a Wii Which U. Which make... Yeah. Yeah. I'm one of them. You're the, you're the one. I'm one of them. <laughs> no, you're not one of them. You are the, the one. one. The only person to buy a Wii U. That's it. It's an absolutely fantastic game. Pikmin in HD. 
It's what it's what they should do. I'm, I'm a Pikmin fan, Omar. I'm, I'm a fan of the the Pikmins. I like the Pikmin. Pikmin. Well, I like that. I, I played the first one. I thought the first one was a masterpiece. I thought the first one was um was kind of broken. Why? It's stupid that you know they had. I mean, it's the same thing with with Dead Rising One. That stupid time limit they put on. Yeah, but you know that was for wussies that couldn't do it. I nailed it. I had like three days left. That must mean that. I'm a voice and you're not. Okay. Yeah, that's true. But I, I didn't finish the second one, I don't think. No. I don't think I ever finished it. I did... Um, there a lot of boss fights in it, and I wasn't I wasn't feeling it. I did end up buying um, Pikmin 1 and 2 with the Wii U play control, so I've got that. Um, yep. But Pikmin 3 in high definition is just absolutely... Absolutely fantastic! A wonderful game. I think it's not, it's not the well. Actually, it may well be there up there as my game of the year so far. Really? Yes, that good. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Damn. Mind you, it's the first, it's the first decent Wii U game that I bought, and I've had my Wii U since February. So. Is it the first game you've played as well? Uh, second game I bought. Um, <laughs> I, well, they gave me um, Nintendo Land, which is just a tech demo, which, which isn't too bad. But what I've also been doing in the background is just buying all the all the Wii U the virtual console. So I've got things like um, F Zero and Pilot Wings and Super Mario World and all the latest titles. You, then all the latest ones. Are you more of a retro gamer then? Like, would you say I am? Yeah, I've actually. How much how much current stuff do you play? Current stuff. Um, I'm still trying to complete um, Red Dead Redemption. So okay, that's, cutting that's it. Out. So that's how current I am. I, I do have... Um, it's worse than you, Duke. I know, right? I like I having think, him on because he makes me feel good about my... I tend to look back... Yeah, though, I play right? L.I. Noir, just. <laughs> I tend to look back, though. I mean, what I did do, um, I think it was about three months ago, I did manage to get my hands on a on a um, GameCube LCD screen, which meant, you know, I could free up my television, so I've got this GameCube set up, and I'm a purple one with this screen now on it. And I'm just... Being... It's, 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 the screen's attached to the console? Yep. Why? Uh, I don't know. It, 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 it just means that um, I can, um, you know, <clears throat> play um, games at my desk when I'm <clears throat> supposed to be at work. <clears throat> ah, I see. You just, like, discreetly put this purple cube on your desk and uh, play away. Yeah. Making my way through some of the games that I didn't get a chance to play. Eternal Darkness? Uh, I'm, that's on my list of games to buy. So unless you have that, I'm going to be. I'm going to, I'm going to try to pick I one. Do, up. I do have it, but I, I don't think I will ever sell it. Damn. What a shot! I will never sell that game. I kind of made like a, a vow to always keep the games that I love. I've started doing that. Yeah. For instance, I'm playing Skyrim right now. <laughs> <laughs> I will never. I don't mean ever. play them constantly. <laughs> Well, then you don't really love it. Do you play it when you're teaching? (laughs) Exactly. Okay, it's hanging. I'll be right with you. Oh, oh, (laughs) potion of minor healing. Sweet. Heal potion. Heal potion. You need need that portable screen, Dick. That's what you need. I do. I really do. You need the Oculus Rift. Uh, Oh, dude. Joke's on you, Judge. I'm still alive in Skyrim. I assume (laughs) you saw the hilarious thing I posted on Facebook. I did. Brilliant. Duke posted a, a, a comic. On the veterangamers.co.uk. It was from old It was good. It was good. good. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what are we talking about? Games. Go to the site. Games, games, games. Um, yeah, so you've been playing Pikmin 3. You're enjoying it. Yep. How does um, it vary from Pikmin 2? What's the biggest difference? Biggest difference is uh, you have another... In HD. In what? It's in HD. That, that's the first one. 
Um, you've also got additional. You've got a rock Pikmin, which is an additional one, and I think you also unlock another. Does the rock one do? Does he weigh? Is he heavy? Yeah, if you want to um, really bash a baddie in the face, you just oh, okay. you know, um, rock. And then I think there's another Pikmin, but I've not progressed that far into the game to unlock that Pikmin yet. So um, we. You Pikmin 3, pretty good. Um, Nintendo also put out um, DuckTales on the Wii U. Oh, yeah. I, have, I, I, I haven't... Um, no, I've got no nostalgia for this. I don't... I uh, haven't really. bought that game because, like, like yourself, I haven't played it, but I've heard some reviews that it's not all it should be. So, And I think at 11 99 it's pretty pricey for a virtual console game, so I think I'll hold back for the price drop. Yeah, I've heard the same as well. People were really excited when this was announced. Um... But I, I've just heard negative things about it. Yeah. Concept. Yeah, me too. It's buggy. So. It's got some glitches or, or, or bugs in it. So if you try and, you know, jump on your pogo stick, it can go wrong quite a few times. So. Oh, well. That's yeah. on the list anyway. And uh, they also, Capcom also put out, um, they put out three um, Street Fighter games. So they put out Street Fighter 2, the normal one. They put out Street Fighter 2 um, Turbo Hyper Fighting. And, uh, this is on the Wii U online. On the thing, Wii U virtual console. It's not online. It's, again, it's just games that they put out before. Um, okay. And Super Street Fighter 2. And uh, what they've done is, if you buy two, you get a third one for free. Um, okay. So I bought Super <laughs> Street Fighter. So I bought Super Street Fighter 2. I already have. I've already got the Hyper Fighting and uh, HD Remix on the Xbox. So I don't think I'll bother with the first two. But um, it's, it allows me to use. Um, I've got that um, from Club Nintendo. I've got. That SNES joypad that you can plug into the remote. You're right. And uh, to me, in, my, in, in my view, that's the only way to play um, the Street Fighter on a SNES joypad. So that's not too bad. That That's pretty good. I, never, I didn't know he was a fighting guy. Oh, I love Street Fighter. Can't be Street Fighter. Mortal Kombat? Um, I was more of a Street Fighter person. I was both. Why, why is there a divide? Yeah, I was a Street Fighter person too. I, I, just never, think I don't Kombat. think Mortal Kombat's not got the depth, I think, as far. It's not got uh, the combo. Yeah, but, I mean, I would say that the, the combos were so much easier to learn in Street Fighter, for me. Mm. I don't know. I just like, like fatalities and blood. Yeah. And babalities and friendships and usual. Humiliation. Um, yeah, so, have you... Is, is, have you only got a Wii U, Omar? I have got a Wii U, I have got a PS3, I've got an Xbox, I have got a 3DS. Ooh. Okay. Good stuff. And But you predominantly play your Wii U. I'm just fascinated. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, my Wii U's got, gotten very little love in the last couple of months, until now, with mm. people coming along. Um, the, only reason, yeah. the only reason why I bought my Wii U, I bought it at launch day. Uh, for £300. Sent it back after three weeks because it was still lying there unopened. And uh, the only reason why, why I bought it again was because Xavi were selling one for £220. Dirt cheap. Okay. So I just, I'm just going to buy that and just get over it. I'll probably buy one like, in a few years just to play Pikmin 2. <laughs> and and uh, uh, three, sorry. And Zelda Windbreaker HD? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I've, I've played Wind Waker. You know, I've, I feel like that that's closed for me. I don't feel any need to go back what? and play Wind Waker. What? And Zelda in 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 general, unless a Zelda game is going to come out and do something different, I don't have a need to play them. Sorry. I'll have a word with Shigeru Miyamoto. I'll tell him what you want. And yeah, if you could, mate. That would be really handy. Yeah. Because <clears throat> uh, just tell him from me, your games are crap. 
Shigzy. Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna break his heart. I'm not gonna. No, no. He's got his own crap. Would, would that brother. really break his heart? I think. I think he's. I would like to think that he's more stable than one fan <laughs> saying, "My friend said your games are crap," and he's like, oh, "My friend says you." What's suck. the matter? I saw this. Yeah. I saw this YouTube comment, and he said I was gay and my game sucked <laughs> dick. <laughs> and uh, okay, so it's be very sad. I'm very confused. So yeah. Um, Before I move on from Street Fighter, I just want to um, give an early shout out to Chris Morgan um, because that little bitch refuses to play me on Street Fighter 2 on the Xbox. He has oh, been chicken, he has been chickening out for the past five years. Excuse? Oh, I'm I'm doing this. I'm watching wrestling. Nah, 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 nah. Well, Chris, watching wrestling. Yeah. What is he ten? Well, he he actually goes across oh, to WrestleMania every year. He goes across no. to WrestleMania and lately. It's down, all right. <laughs> and he started to watch um, British wrestling, so he goes to Preston. Oh and... my god! Yeah, I'm gonna knock your block off. You know, what? British wrestling—they can't do it right, can they? Well, Not it like that. It was different back in the days of giant haystacks and and big oh, all that stuff. Oh, but yeah, Chris Chris Morgan, I know you're listening. Open challenge, Street Fighter, hyper fighting, end off. It's on. It's on. Yeah, there you go. Pod- it's ch- a challenge put at him on the podcast. Challenge accepted. Challenge put forward. And well, very quickly moving on, I've been playing. Sorry. Long game. <laughs> I'm going to play that for my wedding song. <laughs> the first dance. Combat. <laughs> Get it, Marital. <laughs> Oh, I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll see what. You're... Oh, that's good. Speaking of weddings and wrestling, a friend of mine's, uh, Jim, he went to a wedding on Saturday, I think it was, and right. every table it was wrestling themed. So on his table, he had the Legion of Doom characters fighting each other, and he had like this WWF sort of big poster highlighting all the various matches, you know, over the time. And uh, apparently, the couple were quite into WWF, but I thought that I thought that that was pretty cool. Hulk Hogan and etc. So mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. And- uh, I- yeah, you could name your tables after games. That's another one that I could probably do. Why not? Why not? Um, right, I'm, I've just remembered. I have to like check emails as well. Hey, don't forget to check emails. So I don't think we've had any because I don't push them very much. Yeah. Anyway, um, so is that all you've been playing? Um, been very briefly playing uh, Fire Emblem on the 3DS. That's a pretty What's good that? game. What is that? Um, it's a it's a kind of a well, it's a it's a, it's a Japanese RPG. Okay, and it's very very popular in Japan. I think Stu's played this as well. Um, I've just started playing that recently. I've I've had this for about three months. I haven't touched it, but I put it I put it into the 3DS. I think it was last week, and uh, got past the first quest. And so far, it just seems to build on the on the fact that you can have various characters. Um, you know, they can get married to each other and have children. But if the character mm-hmm. dies on the, you know, in the game, then he's dead forever. He can't come back. So it sort of draws you in in that manner. Um, but like, is, is this a new game? It came out in March. Okay. Is and it's Japanese, you say? It's uh, well, it's a Japanese RPG. But obviously, it's been localized for 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 the Japan. Probably why I haven't paid attention to it, really. I think Stu has. Stu's, Stu's played this. Um, he's, has he? Yeah, he's got this one. Again, probably why I haven't paid attention <laughs> to it. And <laughs> uh, last but not least, I've been playing Donkey Kong Country on the 3DS, which is basically a port on the one that came out on the Wii, which is a pretty good game. 
Which is made by the people that made Metroid, right? Um, did they make Metroid? They, I think they did. Yes, they did. They did. I think they did. Metroid. I heard that was pretty good. Donkey Kong Country? Yeah. Fantastic. Is it? I don't like playing side-scroller Mario games. I think, you know, if a Mario came out in 3D like Galaxy, I'd play that. I don't like the Super Mario U and Luigi U. I just think mm-hmm. it's a lot of nonsense. But Donkey Kong Country, even though it's a side-scroller, it, it's absolutely fantastic in 3D. And also the Wii U version, Donkey Kong Country, I think is winter. It's, a, it's probably saying the winter, whatever. Um, that's coming out in uh, November, so I shall definitely be picking that up. So, yeah, Donkey Kong Country. I've also downloaded, um, you know, this Microsoft to give you free games, you know, two free games a month. Um, right, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. grabbed them. Um, cra- oh, yeah, what what places has we been doing for about nearly two years? But um, I've downloaded Crackdown and uh, Dead Rising Two for free. So, I downloaded Dead Rising Two. Um, I didn't really like the game, but I, I downloaded it. Price is right. That's it. Yep, and case and I think case zero is free as well. So I just grabbed it because it was free. So thank you, Microsoft. There you go. But you haven't played any of them. Um, I played Crackdown, but uh, Dead Rising Two I haven't touched. Interesting. Interesting. I prefer the first Dead Rising, to be honest with you. Well, actually, I'll tell you what I do like. I like the demo of Dead Rising better than the actual game itself. Yeah, I'm with you there. Like, it's probably like a, it's it's just a tech demo, yeah. really. The whole game is a tech demo. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I finished Dead Rising one, but that was back when there wasn't many games on the Xbox, and I tried to play Dead Rising two when it came out, and I just wasn't into it. Just. Didn't click with me, but I thought I'll download it because it's free. So I'll go back to it one day. Yeah, yeah, sorted. And yeah. um, oh. other than that, I um, took the plunge and um, pre-ordered the Xbox One. <gasps> really? Again, oh. the only reason why I did that was because I was getting a ten percent discount. Because you were massively drunk and on Amazon. No, no, it's from uh, it's from Toys R Us, believe it or not. All oh, right. Okay. Is, is this the only next-gen console you've pre-ordered? I'm not. I made the mistake. I think I made the mistake buying a PS3 last time. I just didn't use it at all as much as I would have. I've only got two games. I, have you pre-ordered the PS4 or, or well, that's it, isn't it? Have you pre-ordered the pre-ordered the PS4? Nope. Um, no, just pre-ordered Xbox One. No, just just pre-ordered Xbox One. Okay. What what made you go with the Xbox? With the Xbox. Um, it's my sex box. I think it was the fact that the first one was because I was getting it. Um, I was getting forty-two pounds off the RRP, so it was, it's coming in at about three hundred and seventy-five. But they were giving me FIFA. The PlayStation's a hundred quid cheaper. Yeah, but with the PlayStation Three, that's three hundred and fifty, and then you've got to buy a game with it. Whereas for three hundred and seventy-five, I get the Xbone and FIFA fourteen. I like mm. FIFA. If, I, if I'm honest, I would prefer Madden 25. I love I love NFL. I love Madden. But you know, since they're giving me FIFA 14, thank you very much. Why not? Why not? You're, you're the first person on to be on the show to pre-order. I don't think Stu's pre-ordered anything, as you do. I don't think so. He was going to wait for a price drop. But to be yeah. honest, I mean, how much of a price drop is it going to get? You know, fifty pounds, hundred pounds. It might go. Mm. It might be under three hundred fifty pounds in a year's time. But. Um, I think um, I, I've just got far too much invested in the Xbox. You know, my achievements and the really pissy thing is they're not letting you, um, you know, migrate your your Xbox Live games over to the Xbox. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. But the PlayStation aren't either. 
doing that. They're not doing that either. So apparently, apparently, know. apparently, it's to do. Oh yeah, you can, you can't, you can do like pay a small fee, right? Well, Nintendo did that with the with the Wii U. So I already had um, Pilot Wings. I bought that on the Wii, and for I think it was twenty nine pence, I got Pilot Wings for the Wii U. Hmm. 29 pence. 29 pence, yeah. They have these ridiculous promotions where, they, you know, they they were giving you, like, I think it was Mario World, well, it was something like um, £1.49 if you already bought it before. So, um, uh-huh. so yeah, they got that part, right? But Rewarding loyalty? <laughs> yeah. Buy this game again that you bought before. <laughs> yeah. I must have bought Mario World about at least five times already. Super Mario World. Super Mario World, yeah. Oh, God, it's so good. Class game. But yeah, so with the Xbox, apparently in the PS3 as well, it's to do with the architecture. So they can't really port it across. They're moving across to some new... Ah. Well, that, that, that's the reason ah, I give you. I'll say. It does mean I have to keep my Xbox um, around. 2013, Armour. They can do that stuff. Yeah. I'm sure if they wanted to, they could allow you to migrate it over very easily. But, um, but yes, X-Bone 1 pre-ordered. So you're an X-Bone? I, I, I love X-Bone. You have a... Exponer. Yep. Coming your way. Indeed. Yeah, <laughs> well, thank you very much, Omar. Thank you. Uh, Duke, we'll hand it over to you. Yeah, you why not? And bear in mind, you have free reign on Skyrim. Ah, <laughs> oh, snap. Well, Whatever the hell you want. Well, the reason I started playing another Skyrim uh, run-through is because we just finished Season 3 of Game of Thrones, and anybody who has uh, gotten through the end of Season 3 knows that... Uh, it's quite a thing. To... Oh, Swordar, the end Yeah. Um, my character is based on a character in Game of Thrones. Her name is Arya, and uh, yeah, I've got a mission that I'm on now. So yeah, it's uh, cool. I mean, you know, there's a Game of Thrones mod, but from what I can tell, it's really buggy. So I'm not even going to bother trying to install it because all the forums are just full of crash reports and the guy who made it is sort of has the attitude of like tough if you can't make it run read the read the directions and uh so whatever there comes a point when fiddling with the mods becomes more work than actually getting to enjoy the mods so i'm like Mm. but you know it's cool to have a fun backstory and an idea of how i'm going to play this character which is pretty straightforward i've never really used the shield before so i'm going to go for improving my block skill oh boy how exciting how many playthroughs have you done of Skyrim? Oh, this I'm is probably seven. It's like my ninth or tenth, actually. Now, not all of those have gone all the way through. The ninja one that I did last time, I got about, I don't know, most of the way through the main storyline. I got through the Thieves Guild and a bunch of other, like a lot of side quests. But then I was just like, all right, I'm ready to do a new one. So don't you, I mean, all you're doing is fighting differently, yeah. right? yeah. And a lot of times it's not even that different. I can't really explain why it's still so fun. I'm, you know, I've done these intro missions, you know, like I say, nine or ten times already, and they're not boring yet. I really don't know what it is. Just works well for me. Go figure. Um, But a new game, well, relatively new for me, is Star Wars The Old Republic. I've been playing that some more. And Ian W99 and I have played together on that a little, which is fun. Uh, There are certain missions on that you really can't do alone, so you have to kind of group up. But it's easy to group up with people just for one mission, and I really like that. Like strangers? Yeah, yeah. 
And okay. uh, so, yeah, it works. It, it, it's really kind of seamless. You know, Guild Wars 2 does a good job of letting people kind of, you don't have to formally join a group. You just have to have some people nearby. And then there's like a boss fight or like a big tough enemy nearby. And you, you all sort of pile onto that enemy. And this is sort of the same way. It's just, you, you know, you have to actually formally group up. So it's kind of a little more work than it does in Guild Wars 2, but it's not too much. And people are generally pretty friendly. And yeah, I'm liking it. It's good. Um, cool. Borderlands cool. and Saints Row 3, I've been playing with PC Sharky uh, because we were playing Medal of Honor multiplayer and we were really having a hard time and it was getting kind of frustrating and we were like, we're not having fun. So we decided we'd try something that we could play co-op. And so we tried Saints Row 3, and I never played the Horde mode. Have y'all played that? Yeah, I'll play it. It's ridiculous. Like, there's, like, naked ladies chasing you with bats and, like, mm-hmm. people hitting you with dildos. I mean, it's just, it's Saints Row 3, but it's very absurd and weird. But it's fun. Uh, and then he had never played Borderlands. I don't think he'd ever played it. He certainly didn't have it on the PC. So he's like, I'm going to go get it. And I was like, all right, I mean... it's better if you buy it on sale, but whatever. He was real keen to play, so he did, and we we played some of that, which is fun. Borderlands is, you know, much more fun if you have somebody that you're with that you know to play it with, you know? Yeah, I mean, I I haven't... I just... There's something about Borderlands 2 that I just can't be arsed with it. We're doing Borderlands 1 again. Oh, you're doing Borderlands 1? Yeah, like, I, I also didn't get very far in Borderlands 2, so I probably should be playing that, but... I don't mm-hmm. even know if Borderlands 2 would run on my system because it's a somewhat new game. And I don't know. I mean, I, I should give it a try, but I'm waiting for it to be cheap. And Borderlands that's, that's, 1 was real cheap. That's one of the games that I never really got into trying. Yeah. Borderlands 1 and 2. Yeah. I really enjoyed 1. I just I played 2, and I, I, that's when I... I was about level 22, and I lost my game save. And since then, I just... I mean, I tried to play my way through it, but... Well, that's the other thing, is that once you lose a game save, it's kind of frustrating to think about. i got to go back and do all that other stuff again. And I've tried. I've tried to do it. Yeah. And I've tried to go back, and it's just really boring on your own. Yeah, it's definitely a game that's improved significantly by having someone else there with you. Although... Absolutely. I I didn't... I don't know. I, I played a lot of Borderlands 1 the first time on my own, just because... People were grouped up, and I got the game kind of late, I think, or something like that, but whatever. Mm. And, and the other thing was that, like, I was at a level... Oh, I know what it was. With Borderlands 1, there was a certain point where I got to a level that was pretty far beyond other people, and so they were doing missions around level 15 when I was on the level 25 missions, which is fine, mm. but then I was ready to do some of the other stuff as well, so I was like, I'm going to do some of it. So you just go in people's games and dominate. Well, yeah, America! Yeah, but then you don't get any XP, so at a certain point for you, it's just boring. And that's another thing that Guild Wars 2 does really well. When you, if, you, like if, if you're on Guild Wars 2 and you're level 15 and I'm level 25, when I go to your, the areas have a level in them. So if I were to go to your area, they would put me into like a level 15 restriction type of thing. So Mm-mm. it is fun again, and it's it's challenging no matter where you go. So I, I really like that about Guild Wars 2, and I think other games could stand to in, implement something like that. Cool. Yep. Borderlands. Yeah, blast from the past, man. And then it, the, the annoying thing was I had some technical glitch, so I had to quit out of the game. And by the time I got back to his, it back to his game, not back to his, uh, the... The game, he had done another quest, so suddenly uh, yeah. the character wasn't eligible for all the quests he was doing. And I was yeah. like, you know, I could go and start my own and do that one quest, and then we could team up again. But it's just so dumb. 
So I was so like, weird. Whatever. I don't even care. I don't need. That's the other thing as well, because I was playing with my other mate, and you know we was playing again, and then I lose my save, so I have right. to catch up to him. Right. And for him to come back and help me out, it's boring for him. Right. But for me to play my own, it's boring for me. Yeah. So it's difficult. Sure. And there's got to be a way around that. There has to be some way of dealing with the. Fa- I mean, I understand the 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 problem on Gearbox's end, but there's got to be some way to fix that. Mm. Yeah, but it's it, the first one was good though. I, I mean, the second one's good. I just I just haven't any, had any luck with it. So I know. Anyway, is that all from you, Duke? And then I played Night Sky again, and I wrote a thing on the site about it. It's a yes, you did. Yeah, it's a two D platform where you just rolling the ball around. Yeah, and I just I can't say enough about it. I just every time you know it's a great game for when you're like you know when you're on the phone with mom or whatever, and you, you don't really want to be you know you don't want to have to think about anything, but you you want something to kind of occupy you while you're concentrating on something else. It just it works really really well, and it's very peaceful and relaxing. So play Night Sky, Night people. Sky. Is it a game that you can play over and over again? Or is it oh just... yeah, oh yeah. This is like my fourth time through, and I just love it. So is it on Steam? It is. Is it on Steam Play? I don't think so. What do you hate me? Because you're weird and sexier no. than me. <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm gonna... <laughs> okay, you're freaking me out. Not Sky. What if you do, 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 do. install a boot camp partition? I can't I'm be honest. I'm not, go, I'm not an elite hacksaw. <laughs> to, inst- <laughs> to put a Windows 7 thing in? I mean, seriously, like, the Mac makes it so easy to do a partition. But I, you need a Windows disk. Yeah, right? I know. But you could probably I don't, somewhere. I don't know anyone. Well, maybe. Uh, no, it's not available on the market. Uh, well, bastards. So, that's the end of that chapter. Um, yeah, cool. Well, is that is that you done? That's me done. Um, what about you, Chinny? What have you... What about me? What about me? I finally caught up to where I was in Blops 2. Ah, the single... Pl- and then... Yeah, the single player. And then um, I've gone a bit further on. And uh, I've, come, I've come up to the bits where there's like, it's it can go either way. There's like divided paths and stuff. Um, I realize there was a divided path in that game. Yeah, there's, there's missions where, let's say you're chasing A because he has B. Yeah. All right. And um, if you get to A... You save B and kill A. But if you don't, A and B get away. Alright. That kind of thing. Um, there's that. There's like choices in the, who you can kill at certain points. Pretty interesting. I don't know where it's going. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I guess I, it's well, going to some sort of moment where you have an enemy in your sight and you're moving real slow and you have to kill him with a handgun with your last bullet. Yeah, That's probably. Call of Duty games in. <laughs> There's, well, so I've got to shoot someone in the face, or I die. That seems to happen a lot in Call of Duty. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, the, the, one of my pet peeves in video games is seeing enemies spawn. You mean like magically in front of you? Just like, bang, pop, yep. there they are. And it doesn't happen very often with Call of Duty. They're usually pretty good at it. And I saw it happen. Ah, jeez. And it just bugs me yeah. when I see it. Um... And there's a lot of, like, the enemies just walk past your allies. Yeah. Or they just stand next to them. If you sit back a second and watch your allies fight the enemy, it's just like blind warfare. 
they're not having any yeah. effect. They're just just they're just kind of like looking at each other and you know pretending. It's like <laughs> yeah. if we pretend, he'll do it all. Um, See, and that's the thing yeah. is that like there's a balance act that has to be achieved because they don't want the game to be if you sit back, the enemy, you know, your allies will destroy the enemy and you don't have to do anything. But yeah. then it's ridiculous as most games do to make you be the person who is the only one who does any damage. That's right. And I, I just... It was just weird. I, I, I don't... I'm not liking this one as much as the first Black... I really like the first Black Ops. Yeah, it's a good game. It's a decent story, too, I thought. I thought it was a decent story. Um, uh, and it was a bit of a... It was so different from all the other Call of Duties. And, you know, it had a bit of a... A Fight Club vibe to it, yeah. you think, Duke? Yeah. You know, I, I'd, I'd buy that. And I just, I, I really liked it. And then they, they kind of continue some of the stuff. Yeah. In Blops Two. And I just, much. Ah, or is it because you've already, you feel like you've already been through that sort of thing? Hmm. Maybe. I mean, if you have played Black Ops One, would it be maybe more interesting? I just like the whole the the the, the torture thing in Blops One. <laughs> just like being tortured. Yeah, I just thought that was really interesting, oh, you know. Yes, I agree. Um, th- there was more of a kind of like, what the what the hell's you happening? Really wanted to know of... what was going on. Whereas in most Call of Duty games, it's obvious what's going on. There's a war, you're fighting, kill the enemy. Mm. That's it. You know, and like, when when's Ghost my next, go up? My next mission is called Barack Obama. Really? So I'm hoping that he turns up with an with an AK-47. <laughs> All right, Tea Party, suck on this. <laughs> okay, people, we need to fight. <laughs> The terrorists, <laughs> um, literally. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, 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 yeah, I've been doing the side missions as well. The side missions in Blops Two, huh. where you have to. Yeah. It's just a map, and you have to like control a point in the map, or and you you get the overall map, and you can spawn into any enemy and all, all the drones or whatever. Um, I can see why a lot of people don't like them because they are a bit annoying. But I usually play them just as a normal game. You know, I just go into a soldier and just shoot my way through. They're pretty easy. Um, I'm not playing this on veteran like I usually play Call of Duty games. I've had enough of that. I've had enough of that since... I don't blame you. Um, Modern Warfare 2 was the last one I finished on veteran. Yeah. And I just don't... I just don't want to go back. Um, I, I tried to... I started Blops on veteran. I got about a quarter of the way through and just went, forget this. This I just... I'm too old for this. <laughs> I'm like it's like lethal weapon. I'm too old for this. Exactly, exactly. So I just now t- time is too precious. Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather just play for it and uh, enjoy it. Are you looking forward to ghosts, Chenny? No, not really. Mm-hmm. I, I I I'm more looking forward to Battlefield Four oh, than ghosts because I don't know what's happened to me really. I, I was, I've been watching a few videos on Battlefield Four and I, I just I've always liked Battlefield, but Battlefield 3, I just didn't... It just didn't click with me. Alright? Bad Company 2 and 1, I really liked, but... And, and 1943, I loved. I remember me and you, Duke, we had loads of yeah, nice. wicked games on 43. Sure. And... um, But t- t- 4, there was just... I'm oh, sorry, 3, it just didn't quite... I don't know. Something about it didn't get me. Um... But recently, since I've been watching four, I want to go back to three and, and give it another go. Mm. Um, I don't, maybe it's just because I've got this like first-person shooter itch now. But I, I've been more interested in Battlefield Three than I have Ghosts. To answer your question, am I? And I mean, I, I find myself 
looking at ghosts and just there's nothing there. For, like I don't get interested in it at all. You know, I, it just looks the same. Yeah, I'm kind of curious know. to know what people who are excited about it are excited about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, I remember when Modern Warfare Two ads began and people were really excited because. You know, was that the first time you had the remote control car? And, like, that was wicked. No, that was Blops. Was that first Blops? It was, like, it was Night Vision. The, the the night vision. I think the Sticky was the first. Modern Warfare 2 was the first time you ever had the Sticky Grenade or something. There was something that was brand Yeah, the, the, yeah. so, yeah, it was, yeah, the, the Semtex, yeah. I'm like, that but was... I thought you meant, I thought you meant the, um, what came with the game when you bought oh, it. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> with Blops, you had the remote control car. And... Modern Warfare 2, you had the Night Vision, remember the Zelda? Right. I, I mean, some people do get excited about that, but I, I think, you know, the, the new things that are in the game, like I Modern Warfare 2 and the Semtex, and it was, they did it really well because it was right at the end of the trailer and it just popped the thing on. It was like, beep, 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 beep. And then it was like, coming soon. And people were really excited about that. It's like, here's this new thing. But now there's nothing new in these games. And I mean, that's okay. I'm not, you all know me. I'm, I'm not the type of person who wants something new every time. But on the other hand, I want a good story. I want some more interesting game mechanic. And I don't feel like the Call of Duty games, you know, I can get what I've gotten from Call I haven't played Call of Duty in months because what I used to get from it, m- multiplayer shooting, I now have with the Medal of Honor that I paid $10 for 10 games or Soldier Front or you know, Counter-Strike Global Offensive. And I, I don't go near Call of Duty anymore. I... I uh... The reason why I was excited for Modern Warfare 2 was because it was the spiritual successor to yep. Call of Duty 4. Yeah, sure. And I, I think Call of Duty 4 was like very near, like one of the best first-person shooters ever. Oh yeah. You know, it was the, the single player was like amazing. It was very good. It blew me away, and the multiplayer has changed the way multiplayer games work now. Did you ever do you the know? mile high achievement on uh, Call of Duty 4, Chenny? I did, yeah. I did, did I've, I've done it twice. 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 How long did that yeah. take you? It took me about three hours. The, the, the achievement is um, on the very last mission Final. of Call of Duty 4. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's an airplane mission. Um, and on Veteran, you've got a minute to do it. Ah. And obviously in Veteran, you, you get killed very easily. So it's, it's ridiculously hard. Um, it took me three hours to do. I've done it twice. And I've got to the very last part where you shoot the hostage um, about five times. So, mm. yeah. Impressive. I should, I should start charging for that <laughs> achievement because it's ridiculous. It's supposed um, to be one of the hardest achievements on Xbox Live. You are yeah. one of the elite fews. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty tough. It is pretty tough. Um, but yeah, I, I, so I've been playing Blobs too. Um, yes, yeah, so I haven't played much of the multiplayer, mm. but um, I've still got zombies to play on it as well. And Greg from the Overseas Connection still hasn't played zombies yet, so I might pair up with him. He's your man. You know he's yeah. crazy about them zombies. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I, I love Antonio, but like he's played it. He's an expert on it, and you know what it's like when you're running through. He'll just run ahead game. and take care of everything, and then you can. It's like, right, you just do this. You'll right, get the XP. Chin, buy, buy this gun, and then you, you you stand there and you don't move from that spot for <laughs> fifty minutes because that's the best way to do it. I'm like, no, like, I want to learn. Um, but yeah, so I, I'd rather play it with someone who hasn't played it before. Yeah, I know. Um, and I might capture it on my capture device and upload it to YouTube. Yeah. Um, 
which I'll be doing which tonight. Which Antonio also loves is watching people's YouTube videos. I, I'll, I'm going to be uploading a video to YouTube tonight. Nice. Um, an introduction to Halo Wars. Ooh. Oh. So, you know, it's, it's just me playing a one-on-one in Halo Wars. Um, and I'm just showing you kind of how, how things work. So if you're interested, if you just, you, you, you hear me talk about Halo Wars and think, oh, I might, I might try that. Or I'm going to be uploading a video. On strategy, but I don't know anything about it. I don't know how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. I mean, I, I, how, how will I explain it? I don't know. And then after this video, I'll just upload kind of videos without me explaining just kind of what's, I'll just, you know, I'll let's, keep it going. Let's just play. Yeah, this will be let's a, play. Check it out, but the other ones will be. Let's just play. I am waiting for a cable to come to my work because I get po- everything posted at work because it's easy. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting for a cable to come to my work to capture my GTA 4 playthrough. Ooh. Um, but I don't know whether I'm going to have enough time to fit that in bef- before the beast. Five. GTA 5 comes out. So, and I'm not going to the midnight launch of GTA 5 anymore. Uh. Because my best buddy, who's meant to be going with me, he's working in London. Oh, no. Oh, dear. So, um, so when are you going to get it? I'll just get it then next time. I'm not that fussed. <laughs> you know. But I'll just get it. Midnight release is yeah. important. No, I'm just kidding. Whatever. I'll just get it then next time. Uh, so, yeah. There you go. Are you That's going to buy the been... special edition of GTA 5? I don't know. I, I bought the special edition last time. Um, the little safe thing. Yeah, the lockbox. The bag was pretty good. I used the bag quite a lot. I took it to Eurogamer. Um, but I don't know where it is now. I don't know. I wasn't really impressed with the newest edition, but I, I've I've haven't bought one since then. Um, I have pre-ordered like the normal edition, but you can always you can always kind of like it's the same. The deposit's always the same. Mm-hmm. So they said, as long as we got some available, you can just have that. Yeah. But if they don't, I, I probably won't. I think because of the cost of the of the of the sort of special edition, the ultimate special edition or whatever, I reckon you might find that it'll be cheaper in about a month's time. So. Yeah, you might be right. Do you know what, what's with it? What comes with it? Do you know? Um, I don't know. I shall just check. Is it a gun? Uh, not a gun. It's, it's only a matter of time, dude. That in. In, in America, you get a gun with Jesus. I know, right? I mean, I'm shocked that he hasn't happened already. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. My my computer's all froze up. Uh, announcing the Grand Theft Auto V Special Edition and Collector's Set. You get access to fly the Atomic Blimp. You yeah, talk about I know that. Blimps. Yeah. Huh. I know that. I don't know how I feel about that. Collectible steel book with exclusive artwork, blueprint map, special right. ability boost. You always get a map though with GTA games. Stunt right? plane trials, bonus outfits, tattoos, and more, and additional weapons. Oh wait, mm-hmm. that's the special edition. Then the collector's edition comes with a security deposit bag with logo key. Uh. The Era 950 snapback cap, which says Los Santos on it. That's kind of cool. I might like to have that hat. Custom characters for Grand Theft Auto Online. Unique vehicles and garage. The hats I have any interest in. 
the hat. The lost. <laughs> oh, I can see it now. The lost yeah. Santos hat. Lost Santos hat. Yeah. I mean, that's the only time I'd be interested in a hat is if I can represent a fictional hood. Yeah. What, the only special edition uh, that was really, really interested in buying, but the only launched in Australia was, um, do, you, do you remember Saints Row 1? It was a uh, Fickle Bitches pizza box, and you got the game inside it. Oh, really? That's kind of yeah. cool. But unfortunately, that was in Australia only, but that was the... That, See, so. I like the stuff where you can represent like a fictional company or something, because I have yeah. the Alt-Tech lunchbox. From Fallout. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bring it into school. Most people, like the teachers who see me, they're like, that's such a cute lunchbox. I had one with Mickey Mouse on it when I was a kid. I don't care. <laughs> uh, but the kids, and most kids are just like, weirdo, you know, lunchbox, dork. But the kids who know, they're like, Fault Tech. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Right, kids. I'm that cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure you are. <laughs> Um, I right. Think I'm cool. As Mel says. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think we're done with uh, what we've been playing and stuff. I think so. What have you been yep, considering maybe. buying? Cool. All right. Is, is it news usually? It, after it's this? news time. Putting news first. Hey, I heard you got your uh, Mac back, Chinny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got my MacBook Pro back, everyone. Uh, Brand new uh, one as well. <laughs> I'm going to read the news line thing that I haven't read yet. Um, I believe you put, probably put this one in, Duke. Probably. I put a lot of stuff in. Not really, but... It's dif- it's difficult to trust. Oh, yeah. The- uh, yeah, marketplace. Right, I'll just read this as if I know what I'm doing. Okay. Here, wait. Uh, Ooh, yeah, startup sound. Oh, yeah, I can't hear. Hang on. I've never heard it before. Here we go. Live. That just sounds so silly. Uh, Right, so uh, it's difficult to trust the Ouya store, this headline says. Um, Before I can use the Ouya, I'm required to providing a funding source, either a tire credit card to my account or provide a code for prepaid credit to the top of the account. to top up the account, or I cannot progress beyond this account sign stage. Now, isn't that true also for the like the iPhone and the iPad? Don't you have to tell how you're going to pay for stuff if you buy it on the iPad? I don't know. Only if you go to buy it for the first time. So you can go straight into your iPhone and iPad, but when you want to buy something, that's when you've got to put in information. All right. It sounds like what these chaps are wanting to do is get your payment details up front. Okay, I got you. Uh, and therefore cannot use the for anything much beyond the t- um Typing in my name. And didn't uh, somebody, I was listening to someone who had an Ouya, was that? Bongo. Bongo, yeah, okay. And he had a yeah. problem with it, it charged him like 20 times, didn't it? 49 times it charged oh. him for the same game. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, the Ouya store is labeled Discover. Upon, and upon uh, button pushing through to it you're presented with a series of title divided up in all manner of categories uh, lots of pretty pictures uh, where you're only a button press or two away from downloading the game of your choice want an arcade game zip down to the arcade t- tile uh, have a gander around and download that arcade game easy except there is no price listed for any of the games in the discover tab no indication to, as to whether they cost any money at all amazing really a large amount of the games may or may not cost any money, and there is no way on the store to find out. 
Not anywhere. No price. Not in the description. Not on the storefront. Uh, not in the expandable more info box. Uh, there really is no, uh, there is no way to uh, distinguish between actually, really, genuinely free game, and this is a trial. Uh, there is no way to know the upfront costs of anything you download, um, or the IIP. What's IIP stand for? I don't know. I know. In-app purchases or something. In-app purchases. In-app purchases, sure. In-app purchases costs or any costs at all. Uh, so basically, what this article is saying is, Ouya is shit <laughs> at selling you stuff. It's because on Steam, I mean, this could be an interesting idea, but it just it doesn't work. You go on Steam, right? I'm on Steam now. I'm looking at the Steam thing, yeah, and I don't know Steam very well. And I'm hit with, bang, a, a, a screenshot of Counter-Strike Global Offensive, and the price is right there, eleven ninety-nine. And then on the right, I've got today's deal, I've got an offer-end countdown, and how much it was, and how much it is. Yeah. You know, that's perfect. That's, like, how it should be. Sure. And, you know, you need people need to know the price. They want to know what it is, how much it is, and what's in it for me. Am I getting a deal? You know, you know th- th- that's... That's the trick. It's pretty simple, and it it looks like they haven't even done that, according to this article. I haven't been on the UEA myself. So. The other thing about UEA, uh, but a good friend of mine has bought one, is the joypad is absolutely crap. Oh, really? Totally shit, yeah. So you end up just throwing it back in the box and just using a PSD joypad. Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, best game in the world gets leaked. Huh. <gasps> uh, uh, GTA 5. Oh, snap. Uh, digital pre-order pulled from Europe's PlayStation Store. Uh, the digital pre-order file for Grand Theft Auto 5 is no longer available in Europe's PlayStation Store. Social media manager Sid Schumann announced today via the PlayStation blog. According to the post, some of who downloaded the pre-order were able to access Grand Theft Auto 5 assets and then they were posted online. We sincerely apologize to Rockstar and GTA fans across the world. This is him talking. Today, uh, can, who can you do that in your Arnie voice, please? It's my request. My Arnie voice? Please. We sincerely apologize to Rockstar and GTA fans across the world uh, who exposed uh, to the spoiler content, Schumann wrote. GTA 5. I like it because it has guns. Uh, it is one of the most highly anticipated games of the year. With a very... I don't know what happened there. Um, and we're looking forward to a historical launch on September the 17th. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Remember, this podcast is free, so why are you listening? <laughs> uh, GTA 5 said track allegedly leaked yesterday. Um, I've been avoiding these kind of leaks. I don't really, I don't really spoil you don't want myself. To I don't blame you. Um, so once I saw that GTA 5 was leaked, I was like, right, can't go on Reddit for a while. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I do on Mondays. I ban myself from Reddit because of Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah? Huh? See, I, I don't, don't even go near the Breaking Bad uh, Reddit because I don't want any spoilers or anything. Yeah, because I, I, once, I mean, I, I'm, I'm on the Breaking Bad Reddit. Yeah. But... Once I, I went on a Monday, uh, I think it was last week actually, all the week, um, and I looked on just on Funny or Pics or something, mm. and uh, there was a breaking there was there was a scene oh. of, of 
of um, two characters in a room that I couldn't believe that there was in that room. It's a bit hard to explain. Yeah. Um, so it's the I was like, what <laughs> the hell are they doing there? Man, that's so wrong. <sighs> you know, Reddit in some ways is like an abusive husband. Like, I, 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 if you if you keep your mouth quiet and stay out of sight, you know, you just lurk. It's fine. But if you speak mm-hmm. up, Reddit will smack you down and tell you you suck and beat the crap out of you. And then later you'll try something else and they'll be like, yeah, OK, we love you. And it's like yeah, it's so good. bipolar. I hate it. And I love it. So, yeah, I mean, I put, I put a few things up on Reddit and sometimes they just bomb. Yeah. But sometimes like I put one thing up and I just didn't even think about it. I just thought oh, yeah. I'll put it up. Yeah. And it worked and it got like, really Yeah, good. and you there's no way to know. The Duchess will post no. stuff and I'll be like, eh, that might get some upvotes and it does very well. And then the other things, I'm like, oh, they're going to love that. And they hate it. I'm like, I don't mm. understand you, Reddit. So, yep. And yep. I, that's the same with Vine as well. I did a few Vines today and like the one that I really liked didn't do that well. And then the other one did really well. So. Right. I don't know. Go fig. Um. Yes. So... GTA is getting leaked. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, PlayStation games. Ooh. I suppose we should talk about Gamescom, really. Gamescom's been the biggest news. It's been pretty big. Uh, Gamescom happened. And PlayStation have absolutely smashed it by the sounds of it. It's all, a lot of people seem to be talking about the PlayStation. Apparently. Really? Um, after the fact. Yeah. I, th- I feel like that's been happening. I thought, I thought Microsoft did quite well to call back Ben Grand. Yeah, I mean, people have been talking about Xbox, but only because they've been changing their story about everything that's going to be on the Xbox One. Yeah, and the, look, PlayStation took a dig at them, didn't they? They, they, they said that, um, you know, some people have been changing their policies, whereas we, we're a gaming console. We, we stick to our... We stick to our fan, We stick to our plan. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyway, in this story uh, on Polygon, uh, it says Destiny and PS4 Top Gamescom Awards 2013, and the attendance hits 340,000 people. Anybody know Which what the average like, attendance is at like PAX East or Eurogamer, or just for comparison? I think it's, I think it's about a quarter of a million. Something like for that. PAX East? Yeah, or something like Oh, maybe PAX Prime. Yeah. I remember. I remember it was a quarter of a million for Gamescom last year or the year before. So they're growing. So they're growing, and Cologne is a is a pretty huge. It's, it's a nice place. It's well equipped for this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, uh, this story says the Gamescom 2013 winners were announced today, creating the PlayStation 4 with best hardware of the show, giving Destiny the most game awards, uh, and pinning Titanfall, Mario Kart 8, really. Uh, and the Elder Scrolls Online with two awards each. Uh, Bungie's upcoming cross-platform sci-fi shooter Destiny received awards for the best console game, uh, Sony PlayStation, and best online multiplayer game. Respawn Entertainment's online-only multiplayer-focused shooter Titanfall took out the best console game on Microsoft Xbox and the best next-gen console game. Mario 8 won best console game on the Nintendo Wii and best family game the Elder Scrolls walked away with best role-playing game and best social slash casual slash online game. What a fucking category. Um, uh, Sony's next generation console, the PlayStation 4, beat Microsoft's Xbox bone thing and the Wii U, which no one cares about. Sorry, Omar. 
uh, for best hardware. And yeah, 340,000 people. Yes. Destiny's smashing it. PlayStation 4 is also uh, showing pretty well. So I don't know if anyone's got anything to say about that. Nope. Nope. I'm on. Nope. Nope. You're an X-Bound guy anyway now. Yes, I've got that tag, I believe. Yeah. Xbox fanboy. That's what you are. <laughs> That's what Stu would call you if you was in. Yeah, it's my fanboy. It's all about Steam. Steam. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a Nintendo fanboy, but I'm quite glad Microsoft's the underdog. I think they were getting a bit too cocky. I think it was, I think it was just, I think it was you, Chen, who said this in the last, last episode that no company has stayed on top. Uh, of the, you know, the, the, you know, no one stayed on top of the pile for more than two generations apart from, I think, with Sony, I think. Played PS1, PS2, and then they bombed in PS3, but nobody's actually stayed on top consecutively, so. Yeah. No, I think it's a sign of competition's healthy, isn't it? Yeah. You know. Nintendo's due for a comeback then. After. Yeah. Like maybe next gen. After the- I mean, you can never rule Nintendo out because sure. the 64 was not, it wasn't a flop. Yeah. But it didn't do massively well for them. You know? Yeah. Um, and then GameCube comes out and it doesn't, again, doesn't flop, but doesn't, it, it, it's even worse than 64 in terms of like yeah. support and yep. sales. And then, you know, they, they come out with a Wii. And the DS? So, and the DS. And they've, they've, the DS came out in like what, 2004? Yep, 2004. And it's still, I mean, they've improved it a little bit, you know, and they've made it 3D or whatever, but they smashed it. And the 3DS came out, and that was a flop, and now it's brilliant again. Yep. So, they sell more DSs than, people, than, than Xboxes are sold. It's ridiculous. I think the thing about Nintendo is, um, unlike Sega, Sega didn't have um, a very, very strong first-party lineup. So they couldn't survive, so they needed third-party support. Whereas Nintendo, they can quite happily get by in two generations without any third-party support because they've got enough first-party stuff out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Let's talk about the hot topics that have come out of uh, Gamescom. Uh, Let's really get our hands dirty here. So here we go. Farming farming simulators' biggest fans are farmers. (laughs) Didn't see that coming. Uh, it's it's very popular with the people in agricultural in in the agricultural ist industry. Sheshwar um, says, um, I don't know how you say his name. They are very they're the most vocal audience we have. People who are actually farming. Uh, they are act very active in our forums, and they tell us that we're doing some, when we're doing something wrong. Farming simulator is the most popular is most popular in Europe. And it's core market in Germany, according to Um Traditionally, the games have been published for PC, but due to uh, mounting popularity, Giants decided to take the leap to console. Farming Simulator 2013 will be available on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 in September. I played the demo of Farming Simulator on the 3DS. Oh, yeah? And? Bizarre. <laughs> Completely bizarre. You're playing a, it is a, a, a combine harvester, a combine All harvester, right. and you're just um, going down a field and coming back up again. And uh, it was a very, very strange, very, very weird game. But you know, if it sells, it sells. So good luck to them. I, I find it weird. My my friend uh, used to be in the RAF, the Royal Air Force Duke. For if you just in case you didn't know, and um, you know, he, he went to Iraq. He did a tour in Iraq, mm. and I always find it funny when they say I did a tour. 
I was like, oh, like a music tour. Yeah. Um, Ready to rock. Wheel, wheel. Um, so he did a tour in Iraq. Uh, and, you know, obviously not the most. He lost He lost some friends there in Iraq. And, it, you know, it's, it's a very, it's it's a big thing. You know, it could, um, it, it, it changes your life, that kind of thing. And yeah. I all, all massive respect for people to do it. But then he comes back and he just plays games that exactly are set in Iraq. Like, he plays Armour 2 and Armour 3, and, and, and like, what the hell are you doing? You know, you come back and you just play this game. So it's some of the sort of thing. Um, but farming. So it's very similar. Uh, anyway, other fantastic news now from Gamescom. We, you can tell we're scraping the bottom of the barrel with this. Uh, the, the Sims 4 is a better reflection of who we are as humans today. Okay. Really? So that everybody's on their phones, I think, this means. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, like the first children of the Twitter generation uh, of internet submersion, the avatars of The Sims 4 won't just be able to multitask, they'll be better for doing so. When a sim in the world of upcoming, in the upcoming latest version of the computer game multitasks, they'll be able to build twin skills... Uh, both at regular... This is boring. I'm falling asleep. <laughs> um, right, there you go. Sims are on Twitter and stuff. <laughs> no, that's vital news. People need to know about multitasking Sims. There's one about Skyrim online here, Duke. Uh, I don't know if you want me to read this one. charging 15 bucks a month. Oh, yeah, there's, there is that. I thought all MMOs were supposed to be free to play now. What the hell? No, they've gone with the traditional... I guess... Well, World of Warcraft model. Yeah. Are you going to buy it? I have no idea. Like, I can't tell. My guess you is you get them like with Duty, I'll say, like, oh, I'm not getting that. And then, like, as soon as it drops and people are talking about it, I'll be like, oh, and I won't be able to resist. You do get a month free. Hmm. Now, do you have to buy it first? No, I think I, I, I don't free know. free to download and you get a month free. I don't start know. Playing? I think you just get a month free trial. I Maybe that's it for free. free for a month. I mean, why not? You still have to put your card in, though. Yeah, well... You know. I don't know. Hey. Say, I get you. That is how they uh, get me. And they probably will get me. Like, I'll do a classic shoe line. We'll have to wait and see. Have to wait. It is and it isn't. But the other thing is, like, Star Wars was, you know, pay-to-play for a while, and then they went free-to-play. So maybe if I just hold on... And play some more Skyrim, then eventually Elder Scrolls Online will become free to play. And I'll be like, ah, suckers. On the other hand, people who paid for Star Wars for a while, I think, as soon as it went free to play, they got some extra bonus stuff or whatever, I think. I don't. Does that matter to you now? No. But it would make me feel like less of a sucker. Because I would hate to pay for the thing and then for, you know, have it go free. And then I feel like an idiot. Like, oh, that was exactly what I would sound like. But you don't want to play any MMOs? Um, I did. I did. Um, I did get hooked onto Eve Online quite a few years ago. Um, but I got the hell out of there because I realized exactly what kind of road I was going down. So I just yeah. stopped playing, canceled the solution, and just got the hell out of there. That's a smart person. Um, other news uh, from Gamescom, which is slightly interesting. We should call this the slightly interesting news section. Mild um, interesting if we want to go down Reddit's path. 
There you go, mildly interesting. Uh, Connect Sports Rivals Technology is, quote, so good it's basically art, says Microsoft Studios. Uh, the technology driving Connect Sports Rivals character creation system is a leap from what the original Connect camera was capable of. A Microsoft Studios representative told Polygon during the, this week's Gamescom event in Germany, uh, the game's champion scanner uses the Xbox One Connect, which itself is roughly 10 times the res- uh, resolution of the older technology, can um, handle variables like depth and speed. Uh, the technology is so good it's basically art, the representative said. It's becoming artier rather than science I don't think this... Uh, this <laughs> okay. Whoa. Um, yeah. Artier than science uh, There was... Um, looking at the- there was a video clip that they put up, I think it was on, um, I think it may well have been on Reddit, where there was a female games journalist, and she was at Gamescom, and they scanned her face into a Connect Sports game. And I'm going to say it by the way, it was bloody impressive the way, the way, the way they did it. Um, mm. So when they say, so, you know, they say 10 times the resolution, etc., more powerful than Connect 1, I can't believe that. I'm just glad they've turned off that whole always-on crap, which is good. Yeah. yeah. I like people watching me. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it cheeky? at that. Cheeky? <laughs> you said cheeky weird. <laughs> cheeky? Cheeky? Um, yeah, Gamescom. A lot of German people. <laughs> Americans going to German going, God, where's all the American stuff? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think there's English. Anything. don't think there's anything else. There's probably something that Stu's shouting at me for. Why haven't you talked about the game? Oh, look Look at this story. How David Cage hopes to make your grandparents gamers. Yeah, huh? Good luck. <gasps> uh, <laughs> good luck with that. He'll have, yeah. he'll have a hard time with mine. He has a hard time making... Well, I shouldn't talk about that because a lot of people do like David Cage. People on Reddit love Heavy Rain. They're weird, though. I know. Um, I'm saying, though. As games continue to focus more and more on the compelling narratives and unique storytelling techniques, uh, David Cage looks to do the opposite. Now, uh, a new type of consumer is being uh, has become is becoming common. Uh, the passive observer, someone who doesn't touch the controller but instead watches the player make decisions or helps make those decisions for them. Uh, Quantic Dreams founder David Cage, uh, is familiar with this type of gamer having heard from fans of Heavy Rain, who played through the game with a puppet the master uh, who called the shots while another player held the controller. That was a single-player experience, uh, blah, 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 blah. So there you go. He's, uh, he's making old people gamers. See, I don't know if old people are really looking for innovative storytelling techniques. I just, I don't know. It seems to me like old people would be like, I just want to watch a movie or whatever it is. Mm. Just, just mm. play the Wii. Yeah, exactly. Um, I know the game I've, I've been hearing about. You know this Plants vs. Zombies 2? Yeah, it's free to play, isn't it? Speaking of... Free to play? I don't know how I feel about that. I like free to play. I think it's... I mean... Omar, there's a weird rustling coming in from you, I think. Shaving or something, Omar? No, is it okay now? Sorry, I'm just, I'm just adjusting my mic. There you go. Ah. There you go. Um... Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this, Dick. Free to play. I mean, I like the fact that you can try a game and maybe even play a lot of it without having to pay anything. And then if you like it, you can pay in a way that will give back to, you know, like there's a electronic music group called Pretty Lights and 
the website is you can download all their music for free and then they have a PayPal button and they're like, please give us money to support us. And but I can tell, you know, it's working for them. So I, I think mm. there are some games that are hopeful. That's music though. I suppose. I don't People know. out of the goodness I... of their heart to give you money or cosmetic. Your addiction. Or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I don't know. I just feel like, because we play, because it's a sequel to a game that we know we love. Yeah. That they're kind of exploiting it a little bit. It's like, oh yeah, you love this game. And they come play it. Join us. Um, you should try it. Hey. It's free, right? I don't know. Yeah. There's always a catch up. I feel like... But you've been playing you know, Tapped Out without paying them anything. Yeah, I know. But part of the game is not to give them any money. Yeah, well, uh-huh. you could do that with Plants vs. I'd rather just give them money. I'm sure they wouldn't turn it down. There's got to be for the whole game. Give them money. Oh, you want to just say, "Here's my money. Give me the whole game." Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. You know, have they made the game based around the model? You know what I mean? They changed. Right. So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm just checking Twitter actually because we might like tweets and shit. (gasps) Twitters. Oh my god. But um. Twitters. Yeah, I don't think there's any other. other I don't think there's any other news, right? There's not I'm a lot of news it. this week, just in general. It's been kind of... A... Well, the Gamescom thing happened. And yeah, Gamescom. Gonna... And any news that there is to be had came out of there, so... Um, right, so shall we move on to... Um, what the hell's the next bit? Emails, is it? I think it's email time. Email time. Oh, email time. Email! We've uh, we got two emails. Ooh, two! It's almost the magic number, but three is the magic number, as we heard earlier. Oh, I'm confused. This one. I know. Did he send? Is this the? Is this two emails? I'm confused. <laughs> I think the he sent two. Intricacies of mail usage. Uh, right. So the first one we got sent um, is a Steam key giveaway. Oh, why so, not just post it on the forums? Because we got a whole forum just for that. If People. he has, then somebody's already grabbed it. But yeah. I might just read it on the show. Go ahead. Uh, this is from um, Simon Bennett, Britain. And and he said, hey, guys. Hey. Um, you, you too good to say hi, Omar? <laughs> Hello. You know what I mean? These people writing the show. <laughs> Well, to be fair, he may not have, Amar may not have realized that they were talking to him too, because. Um, probably not. So, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, hey guys, I have Crisis 2 Maximum Edition. Maximum! Uh, and on, on a Steam Key giveaway. So he's going to give us the code. So I'm going to read out the code. Yeah. And if you want it, you can get it, Crisis 2, for the Steams. Sweet. Uh, so it's. Um, I'll do it in. Pen. Get your pen ready, people. I'll do it in, uh, uh, what do you call them? What do you call them? Rednecks. Phonetic alphabet. Here we go. Uh, uh. Uh, Lima, X-Ray, Zebra, November, Golf, Bravo, Juliet, Juliet, Bravo, Yankee, Hotel, Bravo, 3, Quebec, Kilo. Boom. There you go, that was it. Wow. I expected uh, it to be longer. No, it's just... 15 characters. Oh, yeah. Um, BTW, I really enjoy 
listening to the show. Thank you for the hours of enjoyment. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. Next week we start charging. Yeah, really. We should be getting paid off of this. 69p each episode. (laughs) 69. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right, so the next email is from Fraser Moores. Yes. Uh, I think he sent the same email twice. Oh, really? It's like Paula Abdul in uh, Cold Hearted Snake. Have you, have you, do me, sorry. Yes, he sent the same email to us. So um, <laughs> just imagine what I'm saying and then think of it twice. Or uh, for every word you say, I'll just say the same word. Go ahead. Hi. Hi. Guys. Guys. I. I. Just. Just. Picked. <laughs> All right, we're done with this. Uh, I just picked. We, Four words in. Five. Um, I just picked up uh, Bioshock Infinite. Ooh, yeah. And while it was a fantastic game, uh, Armar, have you played this? It's on my list of games to buy. No, what is it on your list, Armar? Right after, buy Duke's book and play L.A. Noir. And watch my video. Yeah. Uh, while it's a fantastic game, I got the feeling I'm being led through a story more than I'm pushing forward with a game. Hmm. Are yeah, we starting to? I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that. I mean, it's designed to be, you know, more dragging you with it rather than you having control of your destiny. It's kind of, you know, I feel like with games like The Last of Us as well, you know, mm-hmm. where you, it's pretty linear. You know, like there's not a lot of options. That's okay. I don't mind that. I mean, if it's a good story, I, it deserves to have me just follow it along. Yeah. See, I want to. I want to buy Bioshock Infinite, and I want to buy The Last of Us, but. I'll never play them. They just lie there on my shelf in my pile of shame. So. Kindly just buy the game already. Uh-huh. See what I did there? See uh-huh. what I did? Yeah. Uh, is everybody ready? Uh- <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, right, yeah, so blah, 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 blah. He also said, Praise also said, are we starting to see the first real sign of movie slash video game integration? Hmm. That's a no. Um, all right, so hey, you're asking the question. I'm sorry, I didn't realize yeah. there was a question in front of us. Are we starting to see first real signs? Um, I don't, I don't really, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I can only speak for myself, and I think that if a cutscene goes on for more than like a minute, I'm bored. Yeah. So I think there is a fundamental f- disconnect between what we expect from a game in terms of interactivity and what we're used to with a movie, which is. You turn it on, you let it play, you don't have to do anything. You know what I mean? And it's it's really hard to find that balance because a game without cutscenes often feels like it's not an engrossing story, but a game with long cutscenes, as we've seen with, you know, what was the one that came out recently? Metal Gear Revengeance, is that it? Yeah. Did it yeah. have really long cutscenes? Um, probably. It's, it yeah. sounds like the type of thing that would... And I remember when the PS2 was hot, there was a game that was like, it's an interactive movie. And I was like, I'm kind of intrigued, but then the story didn't sound good enough. So I was like, I mean, if you're going to give me an interactive movie, it has to be really a good story in order for me to want to invest my time with it. Any thoughts, Omar? Well, it's not going to be nothing as interactive as Nick Trap on the Sega Mega CD. So. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. That pretty much was an interactive movie, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, not 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 a good one, but um, not a good one. It only sold because of one thing, because you know, 
my, my my opinion on this on this topic is like you know we starting to see the integration of movies and video games. I, I don't think they'll ever be truly integrated because part of watching a movie is is you're seeing the, something through somebody else's eyes yeah. or lens, as it is. You know, a director can make you see kind of pretty much what he wants, whereas. You know, with a game, it's just a different set of rules. You know, you 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 not necessarily. I mean, yeah, look, there are games like Uncharted and The Last of Us where the camera is taken away from you and you have to kind of look at something. They force you to look at this thing. Um, but there's so many different things going on. You know, like there's there's a, there's a different there's different things happening in your brain where you have to think about how to survive and how to yeah. micromanage items, and it, it's not the same thing. And I. There's this weird. People want to marry them, you know. People want to marry video games and movies, and I, I just, to me, they're just like the two, the same ends of a, you know, of a magnet, you know. They're just never going to go together. And I, I, you know, I suppose I wouldn't say you could never do it well, but the question for me is why? What is the point? Why is it? Why is it valuable? Yeah. Well, we marry- got movies, we got that, and that art is being sorted, you know, like we. You know, it's pretty settled, like, what movies are, but we don't really know what games are yet. You know, they're so fresh to us. So, look, I'd steer away from them, if anything, because, you know, you get games like Minecraft, which is nothing like a movie, but it's in sort of like your own movie. You know, know, your own kind of journey, your own life, you know, and it's your own thing. Stop trying to pair them all up. Um, Anyway... Interesting. I think the Mass Effect three. I think the the, Mad, the Mass Effect games came quite close for me. I think about yeah. as close as you could possibly. And as is down to the interactive dialogue and the fact that you could have a character behave either as a paragon or as a renegade. But um, but you know, even Mass Effect though, as long as it is, it's, it's like ninety hours if you combine it all, right? Oh yeah, and yeah, I know it's close, but Lord of the Rings is nine hours. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's not that close, but. Lord of the Rings has a reputation from being a, a long trilogy, and but it's still you know doable mm-hmm. and fairly like accessible. Whereas yeah. Mass Effect, you know, just the first was like thirty hours long. It's completely different. Um, I don't know. I don't really. I don't really get it why people try and marry them. But hey. I think it may have to do with the fact that people consider film to be such a sort of respected art form and games basically aren't. So if you could come up with, you know, an art form that has the fun of games but the respectability of film, you might be able to cross new boundaries and get people to take it seriously. But then I would say most of the stories you're going to tell in these game movies aren't going to be worth people's time anyway, so why bother trying to get that fusion happening? A lot of games kind of have to make an excuse for you to shoot a lot of people. Of course. You know? Um, so there's there's always a problem there. Say again? Speaking of Call of Duty. There you go. Um, yeah, and, and so uh, Fraser Moore sends the email with uh, keep up the good work and watch The Wire. It's way better than Breaking Bad. Oh. <laughs> Would you agree with that, Duke? I actually decided that it's not worth trying to say one is better than the other. But whereas Breaking Bad, and I've probably said this before, so I apologize for repetition. Breaking Bad looks at one group of people, and it's a pretty small group. Um, and, you know, the psychological elements, the familial interactions, the wire is much more looking at the social and the political 
implications of drug trading and the institutional, uh, you know, multi-generational impact of the drug trade. So it just it appeals to different things, and you know I like the wire a little better, but I wouldn't say one is better than the other. So Breaking Bad's better. Breaking Bad's better. That's fine. Uh, cool. Well, thanks for your email, Fraser Moores. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I'm just looking at the twitters, and I don't know if there's any tweets. Oh man, worth reading out. People, come on. I haven't done anything on the Facebook because usually Stu's talking about whatever. Um. So yeah, no Twitters or Facebook, and I haven't checked the reviews. Yeah, nothing this week. for you people. Come on. <laughs> Beat that, you Facebook comment junkies. Um. So I guess is is that it? That's all I got. Is that all you got, Armor? Um, I think so. Um. Okay. Yeah. We'll get out of here then. Fine. Hey man, this is more. Yeah, Keep that's fine. Short and sweet. I, I, I prefer kind of like an hour off show anyway. No, uh, we need to keep going on. And... We could do a random egg timer topic. We want to do just one real quick? There's one. There's some on this dock, isn't there? Egg, 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 egg timer topics. We had a new, uh, we had two new people in the forums. Did we look at those? I oh, know we haven't done any of that stuff. Uh-huh. Go ahead, start us off with one. I'll see if we got new ones in the forum. Um, I don't know if we've read this. Have we read these things? I don't think so. Stu usually takes them out if you. Oh really? Um, okay. if you could remake an end into a movie or TV series, what would it be and why? Oh. Talking about that. Go ahead, Amar. Lost. Easy. Lost. Yeah, exactly. Change that freaking ending. In fact, yeah. no, I t- I actually, Lost. Change the last two seasons. Actually, Lost, I'm sort of okay with now. I've made my peace with it. What? The one, uh, the one, se- the one se- show that you have to change ending is the, the Star Trek Enterprise. I never watched any Star Trek. You lost me. Star Trek <laughs> Enterprise. Right. So it's basically set um, just after Captain Kirk's era, but before the next generation. Okay. And on the fifth season, last of our episode, it's basically it's a freaking holodeck shit. I still, I still, oh. so, I still, so angry when I think about it. Um, do you know who, um, you know, Commander Riker is, the tall chap with the beard and stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all about him trying to come to terms. I mean, he's still trying to get off with Councillor Troy for whatever reason. And the entire last episode is all about him recreating the last ever mission by Captain Archer Enterprise. And I was like, what the flip? It should be about the actual crew, not about you trying to massage a bloody ego. God, I hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one from... Is this the one with Quantum Leap guy? Yes. It should that, be about him. Uh, it should be about him, but instead, is, is this this holiday story? No. Oh, God. Hmm. One of the, I, one know, of the, dude, I was pretty mad at the end of Lost. Yeah, Lost was. I was in denial for many weeks after Lost. I was like, "Oh no, it was good. It was fine. It was, it no, was fine." Actually, what really annoyed me more about the the finale of Lost was the fact that um, it was on at five o'clock in the morning, so it was like broadcast at the same time as over the states. And of course, we got commercials as well every ten minutes. And uh, there was one commercial which they put on, and it was just before um, Jack jumped towards Locke, about to throw him with a massive punch, and he's about to connect, and commercial break. Oh. I was like, what the hell are you guys doing? 
Mm. That's America. I just America. got mad at all the potential loss had, and then it squandered it. So many Especially, philosophical possibilities, and they just pissed it away. And, well, the, the writers said all throughout the series that uh, it wasn't going to be about um, purgatory. And well, guess what? And guess what? No, purgatory. Yeah. Maybe enough people suggested it. I just went, yeah, I should probably do that. Hey, you know, you I'm going on break. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, so that I, was three minutes. I really do, I hope they don't mess up the Breaking Bad ending because yeah, this season so far is it, it's a great season, but it's not a pretty season. Yeah. Would you agree with that, Duke? I would. I, I mean, the thing I feel about this season so far is that there's a number of conversations that you have. It's been obvious they're going to happen, and now they're happening. So for some of them, I'm just sort of like, okay, and she's going to say this, and he's going to say this, and that's pretty much how they play out. And there's no real way around it. I just no. The, the, the end of the, the end of like, the first episode. We talk about Breaking Bad people. Uh, at the end of the <laughs> first episode. Yeah. Right, was- after that, right? I I, I mean, I, I spent the whole week kind of going, right, what would I do if I was Walt? Yeah, sure. And I pretty much what I thought would is exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened, sure. Um, but the, that's, that's also a sign that we know the characters, which is a good thing. With exactly. the, the, um, the episode that you've yet to see, yeah. what, what I thought Jesse would do, I, I just couldn't work it out. I could not work it out what he would do. All right. Well, you're going to have to leave it there because I don't want to, you know. He's so, Jesse's so like out of it at the moment to you Duke you know right like you just don't know what he's gonna do this conversation can serve no purpose anymore we didn't really I mean that was pretty spoiler free wasn't that Duke I I don't think we said too much so Roberto UK is the most recent person to introduce himself on the forums and he said I want to hear the guys talk about the podcast for three minutes about this question has Daisy become too PVP oriented uh, player versus player Personally, I'd like to see a cap to the number of bandits allowed in most servers. Now, it's interesting that he should ask this question because Sharky PC and I, or PC Sharky, whatever his name is, he has been talking about wanting to try the GTA San Andreas multiplayer mod, which I forgot there even was. So he asked on the forums, anybody ever played it? What do you think? I made and a video. I made a video exactly. about that. Apparently, Big Bad Daddy said, hey, don't forget this video that Chinny made. And I had totally forgotten that you had made it. I probably watched it when it first came out. But I so I watched it again. And I was like, it it sounds like that what this what uh, Roberto UK wants. And whenever I hear the name Roberto, I always think of the guy from Futurama. Ha ha. But uh, I was lost on me. You don't remember what? that? The dude's robbing the bank. Oh, yes. Yeah, the crazy oh, robot. And Bender's like, yeah, I've been doing all right, taking a Chinese cooking class at the Learning Annex. Hey, that's cool, Bender. All right, everybody, get down on your knees. This is a robbery. Is that the one who, like, he, he has to share a room with Fry, and he's like, starts, he's like, I just like stabbing. Now stand aside while I practice my stabbing. You ain't scared, are you, Red? Ha-ha! Yeah, that's him. Uh, so anyway. I don't know why people okay. find your voice annoying, Dick. I don't I, I don't hear it. (laughs) Especially when I do my Roberto impression. Uh, So anyway, the the kind of policing that they do on the San Andreas, because the video you made is people from, I don't remember which podcast it was. It was was the One Up Yours podcast many, many years ago in 2008. Yeah. So Garnet Lee, Shane Bettenhausen, um... And some other people. 
Yeah, and they were talking about how like the mods take the. I mean, you know, it varies from server to server, obviously. But the one he was on, the mods take the role playing so seriously, so yep, that there's yep. like a person whose job it is to drive a taxi, and you have a guy whose job it is to be a street sweeper, and that the, if you commit a crime. The cops will chase you down, and it's not just like you, you're out of gameplay for five seconds and then you lose $100. In this online server, you'll go to prison, and you have to get a lawyer, and you have to go to trial. And the lawyer is the copper that put you in The lawyer there. was the copper in that one instance. So, I mean, it sounds like what DayZ could really use, and maybe there are some, but I don't know, uh, is a server where roleplay is strictly enforced and there's some sort of law enforcement mechanism but then I think that a lot of people, when they think of Daisy, when they think of a zombie apocalypse, law enforcement is one of the first things to go. So maybe it's more realistic if you don't have that. Yeah. So it's uh, not Daisy from Nintendo, then. It's another Daisy. Okay. <laughs> is there yeah. a game called Daisy on the Nintendo? No, there's a character called Daisy wearing a pink frog. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, we never really talked about Daisy PvP. I haven't played Daisy. Me neither. Um, but I. I isn't that kind of like the point of the game? Well, isn't that because the zombies, the zombies in the game are a little bit, they're kind of like a minor inconvenience, aren't they? Really? Well, that's the thing, and we see this in The Walking Dead too. Is that yeah, you got to watch out for zombies, but you also got to watch out for people you don't know who might be doing you harm. I, I've watched a lot of videos online of like funny moments in Dead. Like I remember I googled Daisy funny moments, and there's this really good channel. Um, in fact, I'll try and find it and give him a bit of a shout out, but. That they they put together all these funny moments, um, and the, it like the most hilarious stuff is when they come across other people or like you know it, it's just so much fun um, to watch. And the, the the name of the channel is called the Gameplay Hub, uh, and it's really good. And, and like all their good times is when somebody jacked their truck and they had to shoot the truck or you know some, something like that See, because, why is that a good time though when i think of someone jacking my truck that doesn't because they like... shot the, sh- uh, the truck and jacked it back oh okay and like um i think they put stuff in the truck and they they so they basically got away with their stuff yeah um you know just and the other thing about that would, would be i think it would really test my belief that humans are essentially good because in that world i expect they're not it's but just like kill everybody, everybody take their stuff there's a lot of factors, though, in there because like it's not yeah. real for one. That's your biggest one. Um, uh, you know, to really kill somebody and just to kill somebody in a video game is a big difference. Yeah. Oh sure. Well, and then, not that big. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I must leave now. Uh, anyway, but I, I, I kind of think that that I, I don't know. I'm not an expert on the game, um, but I kind of think that's the point of the game. But I, I don't play it, so Roberto yeah. might have a. He obviously plays the game, so he yeah. Does. And I'd be interested, I and mean, they are going to eventually put this out for other people to play if you don't have Arma 3, right? Yeah, the, the, there's going to be a standalone version coming yeah. to I'd be interested to play a demo of that or, you know, give it a whirl. Yeah, I'm well, GTA is going out, so no one cares. But... <laughs> yeah. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. All right, I think we've done enough here. That's uh, good. Arma, is there anything else you want to say? Shoutouts? Things, you know, you want to get off your chest, confess. It's time for a Colbert Report shout out. Hey! You want to confess your sins to us? That's no problem. Um, to the confessions now. No. No, no. Uh, the, the floor is yours, Omar. Um, no confessions there. Just to say thanks for having me on the show again, and I'm looking forward to the 200 episodes. Oh, yeah. Another 200 episodes. Jesus. Um, yeah, it's up, dude. Yep, and Duke, any shout-outs from you? 
I do have shout outs. Where are they? Here they are. Our new members, Roberto UK73. Yay, Sky- Yay, Skyrim. And our other new member, Chapstick1. Yay, Skyrim. We've had a lot of people signing up lately who love Skyrim. What's not to love? I, Pete, ordered a signed copy of the book, and he helped to brighten my crappy Wednesday. I was having a pretty bad Wednesday, and then he and I had some chatting on Facebook, and that was awesome. So thank you, I, Pete. PC Sharky, uh, we played some games online. I've talked about it. He's awesome. Sean Anderson was supposed to come up and make videos with me on Saturday after a summer of, you know, I was doing this, I was out of town, he had something else going on, we just couldn't make it work. Finally, last Saturday, it was like, this is it, it's going to work. Friday night, he emails me, I'm sick, I can't make it, I feel horrible. Oh, that sucks. Sucks, dude, but you know what, get better. It'll, It'll happen at some point. And he's got this idea for a movie that would be very silly and fun, but it would require, like, filming you and Stu in the uk and we don't know how that's going to work so well all we you might try to it, it might be possible for you to film your part over there and then like i happen to kind files. of have access to a lot of video equipment duke what's that yeah uh, i know i know right <laughs> that I mean, might, might be possible it might be possible to do something that way but you know it would it, be we hol- do it at Eurogamer? maybe but i mean the, the the problem is that i won't be there right so like it would be really hard to make a movie starring the Unless three of green us green screen you yeah exactly this is delicious hand me that thing we'll have to do the handing of objects like they do on bioware it's yeah. just off the you know the frame yeah anyway whatever well, well we got some ideas uh skulldugger i don't know why i wrote this rub your head with my book oh i know why cuz it's a game of thrones quote uh and then uh amras 89 <coughs> he said just stop your car in burnout and you'll quit the race. I didn't realize that you could do that because I was talking about burnout paradise and how you can't quit the race. And he's like, yeah, you can just stop your car. And that never occurred to me. So well, there's a big thing that the, the game wouldn't let you restart your race, but they patched that. Oh, man. Anyway, I felt stupid when he said that. So eh, that's my shout outs. Yeah, cool. My shout outs are uh, to Chris from Void Games uh, because, you know, whatever. Uh, Coop from Void Games for showing me a clip of uh, Aaron Paul on the Price is Right when he was very young. Um, and also... Hey, who's Aaron Paul? Is he the? Is he Jesse? Jesse, yeah. Oh, nice. Jesse was on the Price is Right when he was younger and obviously on some sort of crack because um, he was hyper and very maybe happy. He was on maybe he was. Maybe he was. Uh, he, got it, he, he, just, he looks like he was because he was so thin. Um, but no, he, he, was, he was on the show. Just type in Jesse Pinkman on the Price is Right and it'll pop up. Um... Uh, I'll also shout out the boss. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, episode twenty-three is their best episode yet. Um, I don't think that one yet? But no, I, I, I had the fortune of listening to it early because the reason why it's so good is because I am on it, uh, yeah, and it, you know it's it's uh, it's fantastic. I bring a lot to the table. <laughs> Seth and yeah, uh, and two podcasts about video games a week isn't enough, so you need to go and take over another one. Seth and Zach, you know, they kind of let the side down. Um, but to be honest, I, I brought <laughs> it back. They let me in. Zach's the guy that won 50 grand. <laughs> I know, right? What's up with that? So, uh, did you hear about this, Omar? No. Uh, on the on the Boss Wave podcast. Uh, he reluctantly admitted it. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I won 50 grand. And then I like, won another 25,000. He won 50 grand playing a stupid snail racing game. <laughs> so... Online? No, look, he did the first part online. He got 25 grand for that. And then he had to go to 
LA, I think it was, or something, yeah, yeah. and do like a tournament and win another 25 grand. So he had an actual snail? No, 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 no. Like, it's a video game on the iPhone or tablet or something. Wow. It's like racing snails, and he won like second prize or something. And it was 50 grand altogether. And he said he put in like crazy amounts of hours playing. Yeah, I think it was like time that yeah. was the thing. Um, and, and Seth said that he played it for like five minutes and couldn't stand the game. Yeah. So it's like, if you can play this game for as long as you can, as long as anybody else can, we'll give you money for it. Thank you. Um, That's a sign of a good game. Yes. So, now, yeah, if yeah, a game you win money playing Skyrim, you, I'd be done and did that. You're throwing You'd be a grand. millionaire, would you still? <laughs> yeah. You're throwing 50 grand now, Duke, and all of a sudden it becomes worth it. So. Yeah, yeah, so congrats to him. And yeah, so shout out to the boss way for having me on. Thank you very much. And yeah. I think that is the show for episode 189. I'm sorry it's not as good as usual. Sorry, I'm sorry it's just as bad as every other episode. But <laughs> um, shorter, so that counts for something. Yes, exactly. We didn't take too yeah. much of your life away this time. I know how we can fill up some more time. If you like this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts similar in vain to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk yeah. about RPGs. Too many, some people say. Come on now. Some might say that. No, no one says that. Then, of course, you have links to you know great forums. You don't have any other friends. So check it out, vghub.net. It is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Okay, uh, Armand, I want you to say the last thing before Duke plays the, uh, the outro. So this is it. Your big chance, go. Everybody, please go out and buy a Wii U. Jesus Christ.